Hey, just a heads up, this episode has some curse words in it, so you might not want to listen to it in front of kids if they're with you. Welcome back. This is another episode of From Dude to Dad. I'm Brian Laurel. And I'm Chris Pagula. We are here every single episode to help you on this wild, crazy roller coaster that is fatherhood. Yeah, and today we want to talk about the uh, topic of boundaries, establishing boundaries with families and friends. Oh yeah, there's a lot to <laughs> there's a lot to dig into uh, with oh, yeah. this. Um, the and you may be thinking you're listening like what what boundaries do I need to set? Well, there's uh, there's lots of things to consider during the pregnancy. Uh, things to consider when the the day the baby comes, when you're in the hospital. We're going to get into uh, the, a lot of things that you may not have considered. Absolutely. There's going to be so much that's being thrown at you through this new journey. And being able to have this knowledge ahead of time is just going to make things easier for you and stress-free. So let's just start talking, Brian, about your friendships and how you can apply having to establish boundaries if you even need to. You know, for myself, I think about how we used to love hanging out with friends when we would stay up, you know, well past midnight back in the day. I don't even know if I can stay up past midnight these days, <laughs> but, um, you know, and, and it was like sort of a routine of weekends going out or going away with friends. And, you know, once my wife was pregnant, we were just like, there's no way we can maintain a lifestyle like that now, obviously, because you got to be smart, take care of yourself. And, right. um, you know, most likely friends are going to understand that, but you may have friends that are just not in that mode right now and they don't want to be sort of brought down by someone who's a party pooper in so many <laughs> lack of a better description. So I you, think the, I think the main thing to think about when you're, when you're approaching friends is to really try to put yourself in their shoes. You're, you're going to help them get in your shoes here momentarily, but they're just they're they also may be thinking i gotta squeeze in as much time as i can with them before the baby comes so we got to get together and we're used to doing x y and z together so let's just keep doing that and what chris is saying is you want them to know that yes we we want to we still want to hang out with you it just is going to look different now exactly right maybe it's not that we don't love you any less <laughs> right makes sense we don't love you any less but it's just that we we love ourselves more and want to take care of our own selves <laughs> and and helping them understand what you all are going through is is a big part of that so instead of saying no we don't want to hang out with you or we'll hang out with you but only for a couple of hours or whatever like like let them know what's going on if they especially if it's a, a couple or if it's friends that don't have kids they they don't know the behind the scenes they haven't experienced that yet so tell them yeah we want to get together saturday night but instead of getting together at eight like we usually do can we do an early dinner at like five thirty or six uh you know you know so and so is usually tired by the time we hit like eight thirty or nine so they'll, they'll be understanding you just need to give them a little bit of an explanation why you're needing to abbreviate your time together or why you're wanting to get together earlier why you're not wanting to stay out as late and and some of this should be kind of like they should be able to connect the dots without being told but uh, some people cannot, so it is a good idea to let them know. And and when you're with them, tell them like, 
you know, let them know what, what your significant other is going through. Like, oh my gosh, the morning sickness is crazy and she, her ankles are all swollen and it's just uncomfortable and her back is uncomfortable. She hates sitting in a chair for too long. Like, yeah, let them get, give them a peek behind the curtain so they know why these boundaries are being set. Yeah, and that, that this holds, holds true too for your guy friends, you know, individual friends where perhaps you were having, you know, standing, uh, night out hangouts you know or um watching games on weekends or going um golfing or or going away for the weekend um definitely something that's going to shift so uh, being able to bring that up ahead of time will definitely eliminate any stress strain or conflict when it comes time to you sit you know for you to say sorry guys i can't make it this time around and if that is a, a place where you're in you're already seeing your yourself you're sitting there listening to this and you're like yeah i do have some buddies our next episode is going to be about that the friendship game is what it's called so uh if if this is uh somewhere where you're at um this that next episode is uh is dedicated entirely uh entirely to that you know brian there's also the boundary um that you probably want to establish to a certain degree with family whether it's your own parents or your partner's parents um, you know, hopefully everybody gets along really nicely, but there are times when, you know, let's face it, not everybody is able to get along with everyone. So you <laughs> may have to step up and be able to establish that boundary saying, you know, thank you so much for stopping by unannounced all the time. But in the future, we'd appreciate it if you can give us a heads up like the day before or the early morning part instead of. Just well, that's just got to be squash. I don't care if there's a baby coming or not. No one's showing up unannounced at my house. I remember when I got married, I I dropped little hints, and I'm like, if you want to come by and see us, that's cool, but you got to call first. If you show up unannounced, we're not going to answer the door just out of principle. Like that's that's uh, the 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 drop in is not appreciated at the Laurel household. Unfortunately, I never had that luxury though, because it's like I wish I had more of that involvement part where you know I got you know them showing up. My parents lived clear across the country so that was never going to happen but you know it's just like nice where you can always get that parent coming saying hey let me take your baby away you know out for a bit so you guys can get rest like that's not what we're talking about because you will welcome that it's just you know maybe setting up that announcement you know making sure that you're clear about having them announce the time that they're wanting to come and visit so that you're not left surprised now the dealing with family is a little bit more difficult because they are in fact family and there's the things that they want to do for you that the thing to keep in mind uh not unlike friends but it's coming from a place of love and when you're family you're you're typically your tendency is you want to circle the wagons in time like times like this and you want to take care of family and it's you know what can i do to help and look oh can i run that errand for you or do you need me to come over and cook or do you like all the things that depending on where you're at, you may be like, hell yeah, bring us over some food. Hell yeah, go, go, you know, we would love if you would go to the grocery store. That would, you know, make things a lot easier for us. But some, it just, again, and it depends from person to person. You may not be there. You may, you may want to accept a little bit of help. You may want no help. But one thing to keep in mind through all of this, that what Chris and I are talking about during this episode is don't be an a-hole about it, basically. Like if, if, if you're finding that, you have a lot of people that are wanting to come over and have one-on-one time with you or they want to they want to do things for you they want to buy things for you there it f- figure out between you and your partner what you're comfortable with and then just have 
conversations and let them know that um, one, you're not going to respond to everybody in the same way because people are some people are better at taking um, uh, these 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 rules, I guess, that you're setting forth um, better than others will. But just keeping in mind that it's coming from a loving place is is really the best place to start with with any of this. Yes, and you know, Brian, you just made me think of something that may come up for. Um, our listeners when it comes to setting boundaries if once your baby arrives or even before you know your wife is exhausted and needing some rest and maybe takes naps during the day if you have issues with loud neighbors um, Mm. that can be oh yeah you know a source of strain and stress and how to deal with that hopefully you know you can tell a neighbor if they're encroaching on your privacy through loud noise and stuff but um, it can definitely set up for a inconvenient and um, uncomfortable situation if the neighbor is not understanding. Yeah, though, those those conversations are, are tough because with, with family, you can say things to them and they may be a little bent, but at the end of the day, they're still family and they still love you and you'll, you'll, you'll work past it. But certain neighbors, I mean, I had a neighbor at a house I lived in, in the past. If I went to him and asked him to turn down the music and you know the the basses you know waking up my wife like it would be like world war three hatfields and the mccoys like between the two of us like the guy was that kind of that, that much of a dick that it, it just would have started a thing and but those are things that you need to i mean you're you're you got to protect your wife you know you gotta you you want her to be rest you got to set boundaries if if you have neighbors that uh that have their own habits or they like to do yard work at 6 a.m and your wife just cannot sleep and get comfortable during the night and she finally falls asleep around 5 a.m., you may want to just ask your neighbor, like, is there any way you can do your yard work a little bit later? And it's you're asking a lot. You're asking a lot. So keep that in mind when you're talking to them. But there are conversations that have to happen. That reminds me of my neighbor who always has every Monday a car detailer showing up at 6 a.m. to detail their car. And I'm like, seriously, the vacuum needs to go off that loud. And, you know, I have old kids now, but that's just for myself because I have dogs like an ear. And I, every Monday, dogs like an ear, ears like a dog. I didn't mean dogs like an ear. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, every Monday I was like, damn, I'm like, maybe you can offer to do my car just to be nice once a month. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Good Lord. That is, uh, that is quite frequent. I won't even tell you how often I wash my car. Yeah, um, exactly. and then, so, uh, with family, then you also need to think, um, of other things. And, and a lot of this is maybe a little bit more, I mean, it should be a conversation, but should be more of a decision that your significant other is making but when it comes to like the shower you know how many you know you're gonna have friends that want to give you shower they're your wife a a baby shower and you're gonna have family that want to give a baby shower and out-of-town family and in-laws and your own parents it's it can be a lot so it may be the type of thing where to avoid stressing out uh your wife that you say look my wife wants a shower. She doesn't want six showers. So here's the email addresses of all you people, and you figure out how to do this. But we're only we only want one freaking shower, or whatever it is, whatever it is that you want. Put it's okay to put some of this on other people to figure out. This isn't for you. Don't have to figure everything out. And go ahead, Chris. No, I was just gonna say like I don't think you have to be like okay. Now I have to 
go around s- establishing my boundaries. So like make it, you, you don't have to like write your list out saying, okay, I'm going to set my boundary with this person today, this person today, this person today. It's stuff that should come up naturally. And, um, you know, it's not right. like you have to address family like, okay, parents, now I want you to understand that we are in the pregnancy phase. So you cannot just show up unannounced. You can't do this, can't do that. It's all in the presentation and the way that you express yourself. But you may find that what we're talking about doesn't even apply to you because you're the type that loves as much activity as possible and support from people around you at all times. Great. Which cool. Is, yeah, which is a good segue into with the time that we have left to talk about the day that the baby arrives, going to the hospital. Like what is your talk this over? What what's what's gonna be allowed? Do you want party time and you want relatives and they can just come and hang out and you know, both in the waiting room and in the room before the baby arrives or do you just want it to be the, the two of you? Like, talk this through. And if you have differing opinions, work that out now. And you know what, Brian? I think that it's that's such a great idea because for me, I, I welcomed the extra support because it helps to pass the time. It helps to distract your partner because, um, you know, let's face it, if it's just the two of you, you can definitely get into conflict easily if she's getting annoyed because she's in so much pain and you know, you're just trying to support, but you're not doing it right, whatever with the situation. So it's great to have other distractions there to help you through. Yeah. It's good to have that rotation of people coming in and out. And also for your, I mean, depending on how long you're in the hospital and how long the labor is, it's nice for you to be able to have a break and go and grab a bite to eat. And while, you know, her parents are in there with her, while her sister-in-law is, you know, sitting in there with her, you can kind of rotate a little bit. And then when the time comes for the baby, eh, you all get out and we'll, we'll see you guys in a while. Uh, but another, one more thing to think about is, uh, and, being, I know of people personally that wanted to have like the the woman wanted to have her mother in the room or her sister in the room, and maybe even wanted to videotape and get all up in there. With it. So it's these are these are things that that some people want for themselves and others do not. But it's good to decide what these boundaries are, make room for adjustments, and in the end, you just need to keep you and your partner happy. And with while if you're respectful to friends, to neighbors, to family, they really should understand. But the the thing is, is just being fair to them and having this conversation in advance, so it's not an awkward day of, you know, we're going down to the hospital right now. It's like, all right, we'll see you in ten minutes. We'll be we'll meet you there. And you're like, whoa, 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 we didn't talk. If you talk about all this in advance, you'll avoid ninety nine percent of hurt feelings and conflict. Wow, Brian, I think that actually brings us to almost 15 minutes. So perhaps if you're at that point now that the conversation is needed to be had, you can go out and start discussing because we just gave you a lot to think about. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of From Dude to Dad. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, on Instagram, and we will see you next time on From Dude to Dad.